Yes, here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm once again tardy. And for a good reason, though, I am here in beautiful Beverly Hills. And you can see there's some, some construction going on behind me. I'm in a place called Brixton Forged, and it's their new headquarters here in North America, which is really, really cool. Now, for those of you who don't know Brixton Forge, you may have seen that pretty crazy K3V I built recently. Um, they did the wheels for it. Fresno's in the house, good seeing you. Hello, drifting in the clouds. Hello, K Wisdom SR, good afternoon. Golden Eagle, hello, brothers. Hope all is well. Thank you, Ado, for coming all the way from Denmark. Oh, yes, oh no. <laughs> Actually, your time was correct. I was just slightly tardy because in the middle of LA traffic and um, yeah, they're making lots of noise over there, I know. See? Corporate right there, birthday girl, corporate. Hope all is well. And for those of you on YouTube, thanks so much for joining me in this opportunity to use as an archive moment. And for those of you listening on the podcast, thank you so much as well, appreciate that. Thank you so much, Torgu. Tor How do you say your name properly? It is Tortuga Racing Channel. Hello, Raphael, good seeing you indeed. Adam Bendoff, good afternoon. Do those ones actually get you more range? Are they more aero on the highway? Yes, they are. So these guys, they're masters. And as you think about it, if you look at the design of those wheels, it really pays homage, sorry about the noise, I think construction here. It pays homage to the Formula E guys. And Turbo fans do a great job, not only pulling away heat away, you know, from, you know, actually creating a, more of a, of a pressure differential between the undercarriage and the side to cool the brakes and create some downforce. This does a great job in creating an opportunity where aero is significantly improved. So yes, it's very good, you know? Tortuga says, when we see more of you on Netflix, haha. -ha. Well, I did um, quite a bit with them, right, that network. So I did something with um, Fastest Car. And then recently we were in New York and we did something really clever with the guys from the other racing channel that was kind of like American Ninja Warrior meets Fast and Furious, which is pretty crazy hyperdrive, right? And then we plan on doing something with the third season of... <laughs> we plan on doing something with the third season of Fastest Car as well. So you hopefully will see us very soon. Thank you, Jay Duarte 36 So you guys are actually seeing something very, very clever. See this right here? Construction. Next time you see this facility, most likely on the grand opening, and I'll come here live and direct, you'll see how crazy this place looks. But right now, it's beautiful. You can see actually, forgive me you guys on YouTube, but you can see right here, they have a lot of nice office space going on, and lots of space for cool cars and wheels, and it's really pretty, pretty nice. So. I'm very glad to be part of the Brixton Forge family. These people are really doing some wonderful things. Am I getting new words from Brixton? It depends. I think, you know, we plan on talking about something this year for SEMA. So, you know how I did something crazy with K3V? Why well, plan on even going crazier this year? And of course, I let, you know, we were talking about using their wheels for that project as well. So yes, you see a lot more from us, you know? Hello, Ruined S13. Build a Mark IV Jenna GLI for me. Brandon, we can do that. All you need is a slight surcharge and I'll be good to go. Hello, Piral, good seeing you. AJ Thompson from the UK, good seeing you. Australia is in the house, courtesy of the Jung Glachlan, good seeing you. Hello, Sweezy, good afternoon. Thank you so much, Josh. And you know, it's really not just an effort from me. It's a collaboration from a team. I have a very supportive team. And it's a team effort. And I have great support from my group. And one thing I did notice is that even this company I'm sitting in now at the headquarters, the wheel company, really made that car a lot. It made the car perfect. Because I sent the car to paint to get some like wet sanding done. I put like some of our old Imes Grand wheels on those and 
the car didn't look the same at all. So the wheels really made, it's like the shoes make a man, wheels make the car. How cool is that? Yeah, all is well, team fam. Good seeing you indeed. Podcasts, well, in this case, we're doing a Tech Tuesday where you can ask me tech questions or things about life and projects and so on and so forth, and I'm here to answer them for you. But podcast is something that I know Haley wants to do very quickly, very soon, and something that I may do on Fridays as we move forward, you know? The AM motor controller used with Tesla Drive, is that available to the public yet? Are they going to make a turnkey controller kit? Answer is no, it's not available to the public yet. But yes, they are going to make a very cool turnkey controller kit. And the great thing about that is that the AM controller will have a ton of fail-safes built in. So, you know, one thing I noticed is that a lot of, and, and I won't speak poorly of my peers, but a lot of engineers who do EV conversions aren't really enthusiasts. So what does that mean? You end up getting weird conversions that have tons of switches you have to hit in, in succession, or you may see very cumbersome touch screens to use that glitch quite a bit. But someone like myself, above and beyond being an engineer, I'm a hardcore enthusiast, I race cars, and as you look at our vehicle, it uses a shifter to initiate gear, and it uses the PDM to turn on everything as well, so you don't have to worry about hitting switches in succession. And it's just a matter of turning a key, and everything happens. Nice boot up sequence, without Raspberry Pi, of course. Nice boot up sequence on the screen, and then you can drive your car, like you would drive a normal car. Now, I put a ton of fail safes in my own vehicle, like you cannot drive away with, when charging. Um, if there's any kind of thermal management challenges, it shows a warning and it takes away power. It has touch control if you're in a runaway situation with the car. You have variable levels of regen as well to keep things safe. It has a creep function, so if you want to act, act like an automatic transmission, you can do that automatically. Now, that and more will be available to the public for consumption under AEM EV. So, great, great question. Does a turbofan create downforce as drifting through the clouds? Yes, it does. So by nature, what it does, it creates a depression between the center or underneath of the, on the carriage of the car and the outside of the car. So you may see something like on the K3V, we have turbofans in the front, or the Waggle van we built a couple of years ago, we have it in the rear. Since that wagon is all wheel drive, I want to create a lot of downforce for the rear to help me plant the rear wheels for traction. So I have, I did something that American Honda did, I would say American, but factory Honda did in British Touring, where they had turbofans in the rear, and what those turbofans did is they created a downforce situation where air was evacuated from underneath the car, and it allowed us to have better downforce in the rear. Where's the Porsche? The Porsche is about an hour east of here. I'm trying to think of the mileage, so maybe about 40 miles east of Beverly Hills, where we are right now. So it's right there, and we have that and many others. 7K Performance says, BC, love your stuff. Thank you so much. Masood Thunder from Iran, thank you so much for joining us indeed, appreciate that. So Corvolt, they actually do. Um, it's a very well-documented way of creating downforce in British touring. So it does. Hello, Toronto's in the house. Hey, Take Their Risk, Inc. You'd be pleased to know that this company was founded in Canada. How cool is that? You need wheels bad? Well, these guys can help. By all means, they're on Instagram, here on Instagram. I'm sorry for those of you on YouTube and on the social networks as well, others podcasting, but on YouTube, you can find them Brixton Forged, and they can do some really cool stuff for you, by all means. How can you make a Honda Odyssey 2007 faster? I'm about 255 horsepower right now. Now, it depends what you want to do. Now, in your 2007, I don't know if you have the base model, or have the inline four, or if you have the V6, but either way, Supercharging is a very light, invasive way to create more power. So you need large injectors, 
supercharging and the engine management solution. Now, the interesting thing about 2007 is that there's not a lot of aftermarket support for ECUs for that, so you may have to do something very clever. Now, if you want to stay natural aspirated, you can do something very as simple as intake, header, and exhaust, and then protect it with, of course, Purell, which is known as a power adder because it does give you the slippery opportunity to create more power by reducing friction in your engine and protecting you to boot, which is pretty nice. Patman13 says, quick scenario, BC, 35,000 budget in the 2015 Mustang, best platform or what year price range so we can worry amateur track days. Now here's a question, is your Mustang an EcoBoost or V8? But if you have 35K as a budget, you can do wonderful things. At EcoBoost, you can upgrade your engine management, you can upgrade your, you can upgrade internals for that, you can upgrade turbo, you know, you have companies like Precision and TurboNext that have bolt-on kits for that, to get you close to 600 horsepower, which is awesome for track days. If you are a track, I would say track addict, and you want something that gives you meter torque, and you don't have that much lag, a supercharger kit will work extremely well for that as well. And for the V8, there are many out there. Now, V6, I haven't seen many good kits I like out there, so that may be a challenge. So let me know, Pat, what engine platform you have. What is the hardest part of creating the Beast Motor brand and shop? Ruined, I would say, patience. It takes a lot of patience to build a brand and to also to build a reputation, especially when we have others who want to tear you down. When people see you very successful to try and find ways to not only, I mean, you expect them to join you and want to do great things, but more people put effort into tearing you down than helping you rise up. So, being able to put away the naysayers and also focus on your brand and having the patience to grow it is the hardest part of creating a brand and a shop. My pleasure, Driven Through Christ, my pleasure indeed. S XS Kellen says, hey BC, hope your week is going well. Excited to have you out on Sunday. Have a good day. I look forward to seeing you there Sunday as well. So for those of you who don't know, who are in the greater LA area, I will be at Huntington Beach this Sunday at the Supercars at the Sea. And they're here on Instagram as well. And it's going to be a pretty good event. So I look forward to that. Have you ever heard of a K24 and Nissan Versa? Not at all, but it sounds like a cool project. 15 GT? Oh man, that's, that's a good way to go. I think a good way to go. Think the AM system works better than the EV controls T1C EV Wells? I'm certain you came across that doing your research. Yes, I have. Absolutely. So I'm not a fan of this screen. I'm just not. And I've personally seen it kind of glitch a bit. So I've not been a fan of that. And it gives me limitations and doesn't have, it doesn't have the fail safes that I have seen with the AM stuff. So that being said, yes, the AM system is a lot more modular. It gives you fail safes that don't exist on anything in the market as well. And it's absolutely spectacular. And it uses a platform that is very robust. It uses like a Bosch-based enclosure, which is very stable, and allows you to have a variety of inputs, and you can daisy-chain CAN-based power distribution modules, which is absolutely fantastic, you know? And if you want a screen, you can do that later on as well, but I love having kind of a mechanical inputs for my, because I'm a car guy, I like, you know, I, I like to have mechanical inputs. So, that being said, if I had a choice between the two, I would go AM, EV all the way. BC, I need a post-chamber exhaust for my eight, 1984 bad. Can you honor Black Friday pricing? Book Porsche owner asking. So, Mattel, Brian, um, DM me here. I may have a prototype or two I can help you out with. So, write to me, and I'll see what I can do to help you out. Just send me a DM here, no problem, you know? Yeah, they do make downforce. They really, really do. And one way to check, put pressure sensors inside and outside your chassis and see what happens. With and without the fans, you'll be shocked. Even put tufts around it. You see weird things happening. It's pretty nice. My pleasure indeed. Take the risk. Romania. Wow, I'm getting people from all around the world here. Romania's in the house. 
Thanks so much for joining indeed. Um, on a 400 horsepower BW Golf 5 GDI, would you rather convert all-wheel drive or just get a proper differential? Now, if I had the opportunity and budget to all-wheel drive, by all means, you get better adhesion easily with all-wheel drive. But if you're limited with resources, by all means, you can have a lot of fun front-wheel drive and just get a proper, let's say, Quaif ATB, and you'll be good to go. Danny says, please bring to Nigeria. That is my plan, brother. I plan on doing that indeed. MJ Photograph, my previous neighbor, good seeing you. Ah, Corvold, I see it going out and in, but welcome back again, no problem. Um, are you, I'm sure you mentioned it before, but where are you today? Oh, thank you, MJ. Um, I'm in Beverly Hills. So I'm at a very nice facility, it's the headquarters of Brixton Ford. So you know the car that you took a photograph of? Quite a few lovely photos. I think we were in, uh, at the Honda Center in Anaheim. We took a photo of that crazy K3 electric car we built. Well, this company designed and manufactured the wheels for it, which is pretty cool. And they're engineers, they're based in Canada, now they're moving here to the United States, and this is their headquarters. As you can see, there's a lot of construction going on here as well. Beautiful facility. We're gonna have a sick open house here, and I'll bring a ton of cars and so on and so forth. These guys are the real deal. So I'm here in Beverly Hills at their headquarters to be. Oh, VA Mustang, there you go. That being said, supercharged, by all means. You can have a blast with that, you know? Will you ever use Toyota as a project? So, it depends. Most of the projects I do are in, based on the collaborations I have with OEMs, right? And I've done stuff with TRD in the past. We did some autonomous vehicle program stuff with them, where we helped them with engine management solutions. Um, we did some crazy stuff with that kind of crazy uh, Camry that was a drag car, so we did some tuning for them as well. Um, we did some behind the scenes things I can't quite talk about, but for a in-your-face project, like what we do with Hyundai and Honda and Ford, not yet, it depends on what Sochi and Sochi, which is the marketing, I would say, advertising division of Toyota wants to do. And when that happens, by all means, you'll be the first to know. Have you heard of the filthy team up from up north, the Mercedes 190E at the Toyota booth, the team was incredible. Yes, I have, so that's the first time I saw them. And speaking of wheels, 1552, which is one of my wheel partners as well, helped with that project as well. So I saw that, it's pretty cool. At um, SEMA, I don't know if it was running properly because I guess there were some um, hoses that weren't quite on there, but I think by now, I think it's good now. So it was really cool. I love 190s, by the way. It's great. Richard LBC, who's a troublemaker, by the way, says, tune my SI till it blows up. I will tune your SI properly, but not till it blows up. Alpha Driven, thoughts on buying a salvage car? I have no challenge with that, especially if it's something I'm going to do on the track. So I have track cars that I built that are flood damaged and I get great deals because they're salvage especially in the European world as well. Um, I have no challenge. Now, if it's something where the frame is completely mangled, I'll buy a salvage car to maybe salvage, for lack of a better word, the engine or drivetrain or certain components I may need for them or body panels, but I have no challenge with them. I just don't like making roadworthy those that are far gone. I will never encourage being not safe. Hmm? I hope that makes sense. Thank you so much, Louis60D18. Do I do remote tuning, asked Motorsports Detailing. No, I do not. And there's a reason for that. The reason why I don't do remote tuning is because there's certain things you just cannot hear remotely. Slight knock and partial throttle. If something is going wrong on the dyno, you can get out of it, but a remote tuner can't do that. Um, if I don't have access to seeing something real time, I cannot optimize ignition timing or cam control. So that being said, what I typically do for people who are out of state or out of my zone is fly out to them or travel to them to be able to tune. 
or have people ship their cars down to our facility and we take care of them. MJW says he owns a Honda Odyssey of Hot Wheels. Thank you so much. I appreciate that support indeed. When is your, their grand opening? Do you know when your grand opening is? About what time, what month? The grand opening for this? In spring, spring? Okay, so around April or May, so in the springtime. So I'll make sure that you guys, especially you're a good photographer, I'll make sure you come by by all means, MJ. Yeah. Thoughts on everyone using nitromethane in K-Series engines? Great question, Red Balloon MKT. I'll tell you one thing, they are lucky that I didn't have the opportunity to play with that when I was drag racing as a chemical engineer. I feel that it's cool, it's opening up the window to a lot of things, opening up people to a lot of danger and explosions, but they should be going faster, and hopefully they do, they should be. Got an experience with a third generation Corvette, and it wasn't dispensed about upgrading the rear suspension, especially for regular conversion? Unfortunately, no, I do not. Um, my exposure to domestic cars are limited to Vipers and Mustangs, unfortunately, so please forgive me. Hello, Freddy Gomez. Good afternoon. Good seeing you. What's the cost to have you tuned by car? It says drifting through the clouds. Very simple. I charge two twenty an hour, and the average tune is two to three hours, which is pretty cool. AJ, good seeing you. You're going to Bottle Willow this Saturday. Oh, I have commitments. So I have an event this Saturday, then I have the, another event on Sunday. It's pretty crazy. So ah, I won't be able to make it, but let me know how you do. I'm sure you do very, very well. But AJ, I can't wait to come out there with you soon. By the way, for those of you who know AJ from Relentless Racing, he's a smashing driver, and I learned a lot from him, ton from him on how to, how should I say, slow is fast, and not go at driving slow, but like just being one with your car and taking it easy. I used to be a very jerky driver when it came to input and just going crazy, but much better now thanks to AJ, so thank you so much, AJ. Hey, JDM Paul, good seeing you. T77 Minute, good seeing you. Niger, salute, good seeing you. Bruda, J World, good afternoon as well. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. I'm here in Beverly Hills at the headquarters of Rickson Forge. And I was quite tardy because of LA traffic. And I'm sure that's the reason why I don't have many of you here because everyone expects me to be there at noon. So I sincerely apologize. I will plan better when we come back here again. So thank you so much. So that being said, um, this year it holds a lot of promise for us. So as we sit now, forgive the noise, they're doing a lot of construction. Um, yes, slow, smooth, and smooth is fast, amen. Um, the one thing about this year is that we're gonna do some really cool stuff, maybe even crazier than we did in the years before. So right now we have two Porsches in the works and one Hyundai. And in negotiation with Acura Honda, so we'll see what happens, but I'll definitely keep you posted indeed. Hello, Panama, good seeing you indeed, thank you so much. Nothing but love for you, says drifting through the clouds. I appreciate that, kind, kind, thank you. Daniel says hi, hello Daniel, and hello to you as well, Richard LBC. Well guys, I must depart because it's about that time. It's a pleasure seeing all of you today, and thank you so much for bearing with me during this tardy Tech Tuesday, and also how crazy it is with all the noise here. But we'll definitely do more, and I think I have one last question from Carvolt. With the K3V so easy to drive and super cheap to operate because electrons are cheap, will you daily drive that? Absolutely. The one thing, Corvold, that prevented me from driving that car more than I want to was my fear of destroying the front end. So I just installed a cup kit on Friday 
And guess what? I don't have to worry about LA potholes and undulations on the freeway and also the crazy speed bumps. So I'll be driving the crap out of that thing. And hopefully people won't mess with me too much because that car gets a lot of attention. All right, guys. Have a nice day. See you soon. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>